When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is the Unapplayable Podcast. Sam Ferris here, and today we preview the first Vodafone test between Australia and India at the Adelaide Oval with a former groundsman, current night watchman, and the bowlers taking a few test match wickets. Australia's greatest ever off spinner, Nathan Lyon. Welcome, Nathan. G'day, mate. How are we? I'm very well. How are you? Yeah, very good. On the eve of the test match, very excited. Yes. Well, we're recording this on Tuesday. It comes out on Wednesday on the eve of the test match. You're right. Uh, first things first, though. Last night, Monday, you had a team dinner, and that was a pretty good outcome. Can you explain what happened? Uh, well, yeah, it's the second time we've done it this um, this little period we've been in Adelaide. First, there was 10 players. Michael Nessa got pulled out first. The, the last one pulled out in credit card roulette. Yep. But 16 players last night. It could not happen to a better person. It come down to Travis Head and Tim Payne. And Tim Payne was the last card in in the hat. So, thanks thanks to uh, the skipper, we had a lovely free dinner. Well, it's about time he used his captain's allowance on his teammates. And you will not see him eat out for the rest of the <laughs> tour now, because he was second uh, the night before, wasn't he, or the yeah. first time? First time, yeah, he came second as well. So I thought it was very good. But um, yeah, no, it was a bit of fun, bit of banter, and gets the boys up and going. So it's good fun. Wasn't rigged at all. No, it wasn't rigged. Wasn't rigged. I, I pulled out the cards the first time, um, and Ness did it last night. And so not rigged. I trust you absolutely. Travis Head must have been sweating bullets. He was. There's a few guys. There's Payne, Wadey, um, Trav, even Pat. Pat Cummins. You you would flip on the radar yeah. for these guys. Seriously. Oh, Pat would find that money in his glove box of his car. Ridiculous. All right, let's get into our Australia versus India. First test preview, we're going to break it down. Nathan, the first test is a day-nighter starting December 17 in Adelaide, followed by the Boxing Day test in Melbourne from December 26. Third test starts January 7 in Sydney before the series wraps up in Brisbane from January 15. Nathan, all going well. The fourth test will be your 100th in the baggy green. Can you believe it? Uh, no, I can't really. It's um, It's been a pretty amazing journey. When you look back at my test career so far, but um, yeah, to think that you're not far away from bringing up a hundred test matches and and being the thirteenth player to do that for the cricket Australia's history, it's uh, yeah, pretty pretty special. Let's say fifty tests in, were you more likely to? Did you think more likely to score a hundred or play a hundred tests? <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Neither. Score a hundred. That's a long way off. I haven't even scored fifty. In. I think I've got a record for that as well. The most test innings without a fifty. So there you go, Sam. You're getting close to uh, you're getting closer though. You've been hitting the ball pretty well. <laughs> uh, yeah, what was your top cre- score? Forty-seven. So tried to take Mornay down the ground, but skied and got caught at cover. Oh, where was that? Cape Town. Oh, was that that same test? Good test. That one. Yeah, you got your three hundredth there, and we got my first ever diamond duck as well. So pretty interesting. Mem- test. Memorable test match. <laughs> we'll move on from your batting then, shall we? Uh, but what an achievement, 100 test matches. Um, 
Have you got any? Is there a favourite amongst the, the lot so far? It might be the upcoming four games. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, there's a couple of ones that stand out to me, but they're probably the more series and the series wins. Um, but then you then you look at India here in 2014 here in Adelaide. That was pretty special, especially with the events um, beforehand. So, um, yeah, so a few, a few ones jump out, but... Fingers crossed uh, there will be a pretty pretty big and special one throughout this series. And is it right uh, you say that one of your best deliveries was to Chris Martin? Yeah, the first Gabba <laughs> test match against the Kiwis. So what's that, 2011? A fair while ago. Yeah, no no, no disrespect to Chris but I wasted it on him. <laughs> but. Yeah. But you bought a good one to Sachin. Is that the other one you also consider? Uh, yeah, there? Chennai, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about the series, and we'll we'll talk about some of the key players in the series from both sides. And there really is only one place to start. I think you know who I'm talking about, don't you? Josh Hazelwood, Joe Burns, oh. 62 runs in nine innings uh, this summer hasn't been the most prolific start for Joe, but he's the incumbent batter. Averages nearly 40 in Test matches, got a couple of Test match hundreds. And uh, he's been backed by Justin Langer and even Ricky Ponting. So if you've got Ricky Ponting in your corner, I think you're doing okay. You saw him last night. He was at dinner, no doubt enjoying the free feed. But uh, <laughs> how's he been around the group one night in? Uh, yeah, no, Joe, Joe is always – he's a good fella, firstly. So it's great to have him, have him back around the squad. And, yeah, no, everyone knows he hasn't had the summer so, thus far that he want, wanted to have. But he's a class player. Um, everyone goes through these tough periods throughout their career. It's just about how they how they bounce back and how they come out and, uh, and perform at the, at the big stage. So it, Joe's got all our support and, and – Definitely all, all the change room as well. So it's it's going to be a challenge, but uh, looking forward to it. Maybe he's just saving all his runs for the test match. I hope so. I hope so. There's every chance he can walk out here in the pink ball test and get 150 and, um, in my eyes. So he, he's, he's a class class player. He's done it before. So, And I'd imagine, given that it's such a different lead-up and different test series, everything's going on, there's been injuries throughout the test squad, that to have someone who's out there and who's been out there and done it before would just sort of settle the side and, and maybe give the coaches uh, um, an easy night's sleep, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You want want guys who have who have got that experience when you're coming up in against some big series. So Joe's definitely one of those guys. So uh, as I said, he's got the full support of the change room. So he just needs to find that inner belief in with inside himself and just go out there and play his natural game, which I'm hoping he does. Mm, he'll have a new opening mm. test partner. Um, I wonder which way they're going to go. Uh, Justin Langer confirmed today, Tuesday, that uh, Cameron Green will play a fit. So he's going to probably lock in that number six spot. And um, if he's going to be down there, maybe that opens up someone like a Matthew Wade to open at the top of the order. He also said that Marnus Labashane won't open. He'll be at number three. So there's a couple of options there. You've got Wade, Harris. don't think Moses Enriquez is going to – who's been – Drafted in, I don't think he's going to open the No, I, I've put my hand up to open, but uh, that got shut down pretty quickly. So um, that's annoying. But yeah, uh, but uh, no, I think if you if you're looking at, it, I think Matt Matt Wade he bats three in for for Tasmania, so he's every chance of potentially opening batting. I'm out of the conversation when it comes to the batting lineup and everything <laughs> like that. So I only get told when to pat up when when the batters get scared, as everyone knows. So. Um, yeah, I'm either at 10, 10 or 11 or, or 3, 4 or 5 or, or 6. So, But with Cameron Green coming in, um, with JL saying that, fingers crossed um, he, he's fit and, and cleared, cleared 
by the, all the docs and physios to, to play, get out there and have a go. He's a lovely kid, talented cricketer. So, yeah, looking forward to it. That's I was going to touch on Cameron Green a bit later, but let's, let's knock it over now. You've played, well, it's like we've said, 96 games. Have you seen a player with that kind of skill set amongst the, the guys you've played with and against? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be hard to say not to. You look at um, the playing against someone like Jux Callis that mm-hmm. just springs to mind. So, um, But, yeah, to see a young, young, young kid come and play some field cricket and do extremely well with the bat, but then everyone tells me he's a better bowler than bat, so he must be one hell of a bowler. Um, but then to see him make his um, ODI debut and, and bowl there and bowl, bowl well as well, so it's an exciting prospect for Australian cricket for a young kid to do both, and he's a pretty good fielder as well. So um, I haven't really spent much time with Greeny, but on a few text messages here and there, he seems like an absolutely lovely kid, so look really looking forward to getting around him and... Hopefully uh, seeing a, another Baggy Green pre- uh, presentation and we'll go on from there. How big is he? Oh, he's huge. <laughs> he's a huge man. Yeah, he, he is huge. Um, and he hits a decent ball as well. So And bowls a heavy ball. So I think he can do everything. Yeah. And he's blonde. He's Look out. Jeez. Pat Cummins, look out. Yeah. Watch out. I think Pat's already jealous already. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I find it really fascinating how he bats and he plays with such soft hands because he's such a big, powerful guy, but he plays the ball really late, technically very smart um, and, and plays with those soft hands. So when he does edge, it doesn't always travel the, to the slips. He's uh, got his game sort of in order at such a young age. Yeah, he does. And I think talking to the likes of uh, Adam Vogues, the WA coach, um, he, he was saying that he just hates the thought of getting out. So that's first uh, 21, I think he is, to pride his wicket like, like the way he does and Personally, when bowling to him in in the Shield cricket, he, he doesn't want to give you a sniff, and he was pretty disappointed when he got an absolute howler of a, of a decision on 197 against us in the Shield cricket. So he deserved 200 and probably more, but um, yeah, it's pretty pretty special. Uh, remember, in 2016, had that influx of new players. Matt Renshaw was one of them, and quickly got the nickname Turtle. Has uh, Cameron Green got a nickname yet? No, nah, he hasn't. He's only been around for two seconds. Give me time, and I'll come up with one. <laughs> you got something? Okay, great. Uh, let's let's talk about some of the Indians. Oh um, no, I do have one. Yeah, we're we... starting to call him Kid. Makes sense. Baby goat. Baby, <laughs> is that right? Mm. That's not the kid. Yeah, I like the, that. The kid, baby goat. There you go. Okay, great. The kid. Um, let's talk about one of the Indians and this guy. True record breaker. One of the greats of the game. You know who I'm talking about here. Josh. Indian player. Rahane. Ravichandran Ashwin. One of the great off-spin bowlers. One of the, not the greatest of India. Probably Harbhajan gets that at the moment, but he's right up there. Um, you've said in the past you've looked at what Ashwin has done and tried to take little bits and pieces of his game and incorporate in your own. His record in Australia isn't great, averaging 48 with the ball and striking every 95 deliveries. He's a class player. We all know that. Uh, what kind of threat do you think he poses this series? Uh, massive, massive threat. Um, listening to the boys talk and, and even facing him during the, the A game, he seems to be trying to come up the back of the ball. So that's going to be a big threat if um, he, if he's able to, to do that for long periods of time. We all know the class of player he is. Uh, his record is, speaks for 
Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. So it's going to be a big threat, especially to our left-handers. Um, so that's probably going to be one one big key throughout the whole series on is how we actually play um, Ashwin and, and see if we can put him under under pressure. But, uh, yeah, you got to respect um, some, the great bowler that he is. Um, so, yeah, very talented and, yeah, it's going to be a big challenge for us. You talk about spinning up the back of the ball, I guess, in the subcontinent. He's looking for more the side spin going either way. But in Australia on those wickets, you really focus on going up the back of the ball to get that extra bounce, right? Uh, yeah, we're very different bowlers. Um, he, he's probably got more more tricks up his sleeve. Um, but even though I'm working on that new ball. Yeah, we'll get to um, that. We'll get to that. Always working on that one. Um, but, yeah, he's very he's very talented. He's very uh, consistent. Um He's very subtle changes of pace and he's got obviously can flick one you know, here and there. But, uh, yeah, the big thing is going to be able to see, see how our batters approach playing him. And, and as I said, it's going to be challenging, especially here in Adelaide, I think. Uh, it's going to be a really good wicket, especially after after having a couple of centre practice on the couple of wickets next door. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's going to be fun to bowl on. Yeah, I imagine, and you'd feel the same thing that the opposition teams are going to try and put pressure on the spin and not let them lock down an end and, and control the rhythm of the game uh, to try and get more overs into those big fast bowlers. So you you could sympathise with him there, can't you, that uh, they're going to try and go after him and, and try and uh, get you out of the attack as quick as possible. Yeah, but that's exciting. It is you exciting. Like I love it. It's a good challenge, especially when you come up against some superstar batters and um, etc. So it's going to be it's going to be good fun, but uh, it's all part of the game. All right, Mitch Stark has had an interrupted uh, preparation due to a family illness, and we hope everything's okay there with Mitch and his family. Uh, Nathan, there are a few better bowls in the world with a pink ball in their hands than Mitch Stark. What's it mean to have him back in the group? Oh, it's massive uh, when when you bring someone back like Mitch, who's a he's a great leader. Um, he's obviously a, a very good mate of mine, so I'm very close with him. Um, so. Firstly, a great leader, but he leads on the field and off the field by great examples. And if he, once he gets that pink ball in his hand, he, he absolutely thrives with it. His, his confidence is sky high with the pink ball or with any ball, if you ask me. So, um, and no doubt he'll have his um, long spikes on for me to uh, hopefully help me out and give give me a little bit of bit of a assistance off the wicket. I was going to say that's a big part of it too. That's uh, I know you're a great mate to him, but uh, getting him in there to create that rough outside the right hand is off stump helps, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, well, that's all part of the game, isn't it? Uh, just having that left arm variation is is key um, for us, especially our Australians bowling tack, which I think is the best in the world. Um, so it's pretty pretty special when you have got someone like Mitch, who's who's a massive X factor. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back to the Indians, the tourists. Uh, you know, you probably know where I'm going with this one. Master Test batsman, crush Australia many times. Do you want to guess? Rishab. Rishab, no, Chetajwar Pajara. Pajara, last tour in 2018, 19, Nathan. It's got 521 runs at an average of 74. Hit three centuries and he faced, this is the most alarming stat, 1,258 balls, which is pretty much twice as many as the next best. Um, how are you going to get him out? Uh, yeah, we've got a few few different plans. I think Australia A bowled to him really well uh, during the Australia A game as I was watching. Um they either got a couple of options, uh, which is which is exciting. Um, so they had a bit of success there, and so I know our quicks have, have lined up and with the Australia A bowlers and had some really good conversations. And 
literally about to walk out of this room into a bowling meeting, so we'll come up with a few different more more plans. But um, yeah, I've got my a couple of plans in place, so I'm looking forward to it. With a guy like Pajaran, I guess a number of their batters. Do you have plans A, B, C, D, E, F, or do you just have a, a stick to a couple and just try and work them over? Um, I've probably got uh, probably around three plans that I can potentially go to straight straight away to Pajara, but it's more for me. It's more about being patient and trying to challenge his defence for long periods of time. We know he can bat long periods of time, but if we can challenge defence for longer, then hopefully we'll get a couple of more chances. All right, Pajara, he's one of their key batsmen. The other one, Vera Coley. Get it out of the way. Um, he's only going to be there for one test before he goes home for the birth of his first child. Didn't play the tour game. Thought that was quite surprising. So he comes to this match quite fresh. Does anything change with the way you approach bowling to Virat in this test match knowing he's only going to be for one game? No, nothing at all, to be honest. Obviously, you have to respect respect how, how good he is and he's one of the best batters in the world. But it's actually, in my eyes, it's pretty disappointing that he's not, not going to be around for the whole test series because uh, I know a lot of people in the Australian public then all the Indian fans would love to come watch him bat and et cetera. And we want to, as cricketers, we want to play against the best players in the world and obviously Virat's that. So come come pink ball test, um, we've, yet again, we've got a couple of plans for Virat. Um uh, it's going to be a good challenge. Um, best bowling attack in the world going against one of the best batters in the world. So it uh, should be good fun, hopefully good viewing. I reckon if it wasn't, if he wasn't uh, having his first child, he wouldn't miss the game. But uh, there's one of those moments you can't really get back, can you? Well, I missed my second birth. <laughs> well, not your first one. So you I missed the second one. So, so yeah. No, and congrats to Vera and his wife. So wish him all the best with the little one. What about... You won't change the way you bowl to him, but what about the way you approach him in the game? Knowing that you've only got him for one game, does that change the way you, you, you talk to him in the field, the way he bats, anything like that? No, I don't think so. I think you, you know what you're going to get with Virat. He's quite emotional and he gets quite passionate as well. So you know what you're going to get. It's just about um, having a bit of fun out there. For me personally, it's in, enjoying the moment and realising who you're playing against. And he's going to go down as one of the greats, if not the greatest player of all time um, so his, his record is incredible in all three formats um, I don't think there's anyone really else that pops up um, in all three formats mm. the way he does I think the only one probably AB de Villiers mm. um, who's pretty pretty damn good as well so not a bad player yeah they got them in the same T20 side so it's amazing they haven't won more uh, IPLs together but they need an off break bowler is that right mm. get him over there um Let's finish with one more Aussie and probably the one guy that can rival Virat Kohli is, is Steve Smith. He's found his hands, Nathan, so that's good. I'm sure he's carried on a bit about that. Um, good news for Australia, bad news for India. Uh, what have you liked uh, from what you've seen of him in preparation ahead of this first test? Well, he's rooming above me in my room and he's still found his hands because he's tapping the bat every night. Even when we get back from training at 10 o'clock at night, at 10.30, he's still tapping. So it's quite annoying when you're rooming next to or <laughs> below smudge. Um, but, yeah, it's very exciting to um, have, his, have, have his hands back on tour. Um, it's pretty amazing they go missing, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, he's obviously world-class and a bit strange also. But, uh, no, he's batting very well at the moment. Does he bring a different kind of energy to the group when 
he's hitting the ball so well. I mean, it's not often that he's not hitting the ball, but when he's up and about and really jubilant about the way that he's feeling, has it sort of changed the, the feeling in the side? Uh, it probably changes the confidence without the whole group, I, I dare say. I think when you look look back and uh, different series amongst to- uh, different times when I know I've been with him for a few years now and he's come up to me f- several series ago and says, even before the game starts, he goes, just go just go, put me on the honour board now. They're not going to get me out. They're not <laughs> going to get me out. So th- it's a it's a rare, rare confidence. Uh, and it's, he's already sent me a message, some similar lines to the, those those uh, quotes he said before. So I'm looking forward to a big summer off, off Smudger. Get the engraver ready <laughs> on standby. You guys just put it up now, you reckon? So. What are you not not sure about the pink ball though? Oh really? Well, that's um, especially after facing me in the nets. Yeah, Josh Hazel said you've been bowling very well with the pink ball. Does it change the way you bowl? Uh, no, no, it doesn't change the way well. It's just it's exciting. I, I, I like playing. With, I just love playing here at Adelaide Oval. It's probably the best wicket in in the world in my eyes. It's a it's a great contest between bat and ball. So that's where that's where probably where you really enjoy bowling to someone like Smithy. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, it's exciting, but that's very nice. Uh, the the big Josh giving me a little bit of credit. It's very rare. Hard. It's rare. Yeah, it's very hard to crack Josh and get a little compliment out of Josh. Yeah, I think he named everyone else as well. So you're you're oh, among, no no oh, right, okay. you that makes there. sense. No no no. He pointed you out uh, specifically. Speaking of you, we spoke the other day. The mystery ball. Mm. You said you're going to try and come up with a name before the first test. Mm. We're pretty close. You got yeah. anything? You got anything? Nah, still, nah. Still working on it. Still working. Still trying to nail down the, nail down the delivery. Yeah. And but what does this delivery do? Is it one does that everything. swerves in the air, spins the other way and then... Yeah, then may even come back the other way. Is that right? Yeah, it's crazy. Inconsistent bounce. Yeah, it's got everything. Yeah, wow. Yeah, been working hard on it. That's about for about 10 years now. Uh, eight. Eight years. Yeah. yeah. Can't, wait to, can't wait to see it. <laughs> will, we, will we know? Will we know it when we say it? If I get a wicket, you'll know. <laughs> Look forward to that one. We've mentioned some players. Is there someone in the series that you're particularly excited to see uh, from either side, Australians or Indians? Uh, I'm talking about the big fella. In, in my eyes, Josh Hazelwood is up there with the best in the world. Um, I love bowling with him in partnership. Um, I think the way he goes about it is absolutely exceptional. Um, so I'm look, really looking forward to that. Um, but also I think it's hard not to look past Greeny as well. Mm. Um, young, exciting kid. But there's, there's so many people in within the Australian cricket team that are, oh, there's everyone I want to see do well. But like, the likes of young Travis Head, I think uh, yep. uh, he he's going okay at the moment. So he's had a decent shield shield run with, with South Australia. So fingers crossed that we can get get Travis a couple of wins this, this series. Yeah. And he keeps his uh, credit card out of the bottom of someone's hat. Yeah, my hat. Yeah, your hat. Okay, um, the Adelaide Oval, you're not very well. Better than most, I would say. What are you expecting from the pitch? Uh, good contest between bat and ball. Um, as I said before, Damien is uh, Damien Hoff, the curator, is probably the best in the world. He's uh, prides himself on having a good contest between bat and ball. So um, I think it'll probably offer the bowlers a little bit more than what it did last year, I guess. Um mm. But that's a gut feel. Yeah. Okay. And with the with the different times and conditions that a day night test throws up, do you guys speak about um, you know maybe declarations about when you want to get teams batting and bowling at certain times? Do your tactics change a whole lot in day night cricket? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, they they are, and they're probably growing even more and more, which is which is different and exciting. There's, I know there's one one thing that uh, the bowlers just just spoken about, so it, it's, it's going to be interesting if we can if we put that tactic into play. I know a lot of people disagree with it, but um, we'll see how we go. You're not going to give us any insights, eh? No, I'll tell you off here. Okay, sweet. Look forward to it. <laughs> Nathan, as we exclusively revealed at the start of the program, you've played 96 test matches for Australia. How many teammates do you think you've played with? Teammates. Test teammates. Test teammates. We went through a period there was like Bay Green, Handout Central. There was a few. It was, wasn't there? It was a slight turn. Um, test, test matches, uh, 96. Been around, what, 10 years? I'm going to say around 54. 55. Whoa, not bad. Not bad in yourself. That's not bad. Very well done. Uh, 55 teammates. Who's your favourite? <laughs> Put you on the spot here for that one. Uh, it's hard to go past the bowlers. You're just going to group them all together? Yeah. It's been quite an interesting list of 55 players. So I'm going to ask you some questions and you can only answer from the names of the teammates you've played with, okay? Yep. All right. Most likely to shout dinner for the entire team. Geez, you're thinking about this. Is that because there's lots of options or not many? Not many. <laughs> um, well, well, can I tell you who definitely not? Next or question is, is next, next question is least likely, but you can, um, you can okay. answer that one first. I'll, I'll go Panta. Ricky Ponting. Yeah. Fair enough. Uses the captain's very, allowance. Very generous. Nice guy. Uh, least likely? Oh, there's heaps. <laughs> let's, let's roll them off. Um, Payne. Cummins. Pup. Pup. Watto. Wadey. Burn, Burnsy. They're current at the moment. Ed Cowan. There's a few. There's there's plenty. Unbelievable. The last teammate to arrive to a team meeting, who would that be? Uh, Watto. Really? Yeah, he pushed it every time. Bus, everything. But We're leaving at 12. It's 11.59 and 45 seconds. Pete Siddle was pretty similar, wasn't he? Um, nah, what I what I took the cake. What I right, and it depends if Warney was on as a coaching staff. Depends if he was on on tour or not. But we'll go with what I. It'd be what what versus Warney in yeah. the grand final. Yeah. What about the first teammate? Who's the first, the keenest player to get to a team meeting? Me. You're always there first. Yeah, I'm always there early, and even going to the game, it'd be me and Smith. Right, but you're not in the nets, bowling or facing a thousand balls, are you? But I'll go to the game. Two and a half hours before the toss, if I could. What? To, what? Why would you do that? No, just to get there and take it in. Yep. Get ready. Wake up the fingers. Right. Um, the teammate you would least like to face in the nets. Stark. Really? Oh, Johnson. Stark Johnson. Yep. But I'm never going to do that, so that's fine. Have you Have you faced them? I've faced Starkey off about four steps and he hit me in the bicep <laughs> about, about six years ago. And I'll never face Jono. Um, so, yeah. Any of the big quicks you have faced? Uh, yeah, faced not at, not at 100% and I, they're under strict instructions on where to bowl it. Your half of the pitch? My half and about seventh stump. <laughs> Who was that? Who were those players? Josh and Pat. How about the teammate you would trust to be navigator? On a car trip. Who's got the best sense of direction? Definitely not Haddon. Definitely not Haddon. Who would be good at that? Definitely not Smith or Marnus. 
Hussey. Mike Hussey. Mm. What about uh, least? Player you would least trust to be navigating on a car trip? Oh, Marnus. Marnus. <laughs> Doing 12th man duty with injury in the T20s. He was absolutely. I had a GPS on. I ran 9K and he ran 900 metres. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. He's just useless. Didn't useless. want to do it. No. Nah. All, all about himself. Come on, Marnus. Um, the teammate you would back to take a catch to win the game. You've played with a lot of safe hands. Tim Payne. Payne. Not a gloveman. Give us give us a fielder. Uh, they got the gloves. Starkey's pretty handy. Yep. Yep. Starkey. You've had some good slippers there, haven't you? Clark, oh, yeah. Ponting. Pup. Oh, yeah. Um, pup. Pupster. Yeah. Took that first pretty, one off you. Pretty handy. Yeah. Pretty handy in the... What about a teammate you'd prefer not to be under a high ball for a match-winning catch? No, I don't want us to answer that. that, that that's, um, I don't know. <laughs> Sids. 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 We're, no, not, no we're, offense, not, we're not saying they're bad fielders. We're saying sometimes pressure gets them. You know, yeah, yeah, not, not, not blaming Sids, but <coughs> Sids. Okay. Uh, teammate with the best joke of the day. I think it's it's changed a little bit these days, but you know, it used to go through and... That's more staff. Okay. Staff. But I remember teammates. Teammates yeah. used to do it. Yeah, but all our te- teammate jokes were useless. No good. No. Well, who's the best staff member? It was actually Andre. Yeah, the doc. Yeah, the doc who actually, the the one who filmed the documentary. The, the doco. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, he's by far, or Michael Lloyd, the, the sports psych. We don't want to pump up the doc's ties too much. Yeah, we do. He's a legend. No. We're not doing that. Uh, we'll cut that bit out. Uh, what about the, the worst of the of the teammates? Watson. Yeah. Bad. Bad. <laughs> what, 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 timing, oh, delivery. Everything. Content. Just, just shocking. Yeah. Sure, sure Marsh. It wasn't real. Hey. No, nah, the, the softs are brilliant though. It's fun, Yeah, because he was quite nervous, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. yeah what what else was, was the worst? All right. Let's finish this last one. The teammate you'd love to spend one day in their shoes. I uh, would be busy. It would be Pat Cummins. Mm. It would be 100% busy because he's got about 15 different sponsors. Yeah. Even yesterday we're on the Royal Ad- beautiful Royal Adelaide golf course mm. and he was on a Zoom call for two Zoom calls for about oh, about seven holes. Is that right? He was my partner, so no wonder we lost. <laughs> so, But anyway, yeah, it would be, it'd probably be Pat. Pat Cummins, yeah. Yeah, that's right. He's got a lot of a lot of mouths to feed, so to speak. Yeah, I think we're pretty good there. You've had a quite a quite a, a long bunch. Can you do you reckon you could name them all? I'm not going to get you to, but uh, there's a few names in there. Yeah, I reckon I could go pretty close. Do you know who you most um, the teammate you spent the most played the most test matches with? Be near Warner. Yeah, eighty two games. To the 96, so yeah, it's pretty good. Um, other ones, Smith, right up there, yeah. Clark, on the ass one, though. I know Clark, Kawaja, those guys that we play a lot of games with. Um, Hazelwood, 51 games, 51 for the big fella, yeah. Then you've got some guys like you know, Alex Doolan, James Faulkner, Jacko, but Xavier Doherty, Joe Many, one game, Ferg- Callum Ferguson, yeah. So there's quite Curtis Patterson, and there's 55 names there. So it's mm. um, actually, actually, you know what? I might have got that wrong. I actually think 
you have had 54 teammates spot on because at least I've got it's got your name on here as well. Yeah, no, my calculations would be 54. Spot on. I'm trying to figure out who the 55th is. Probably Cameron Green. It will be. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I imagine him. Uh, all right, Nathan, that wraps up our, our first test preview. Thanks for coming on. Too easy. Thanks for having me. And all the best. And we look forward to seeing this mystery ball, whatever it's called and whenever it comes out. Just keep an eye out for it, Sammy. I will do. That's it for this week's edition of the Unplayable Podcast. We're going to be back next week to wrap up the first test and look ahead to the Boxing Day match. But until then, for all your live scores, breaking news and video highlights, head to cricket.com.au and the C8 Live app. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.